Uh, welcome back, everybody, to the I Am Men podcast. Um, I think we are on episode three at this point um, because of the reboot. Um, this time, surprisingly, I'm not joined by Gage. Uh, instead, I'm joined by my friend and uh, loving partner, uh, James. Hey. Hey, how's it going, DeFranco? Thanks. Well, you just said my last name on the internet, so they're going <laughs> to find me. <laughs> um, okay, well, so um, I'm trying to think if there's anything to introduce before we start. Uh, I want to say this. I recommend uh, – we actually have video for this podcast so you can see me, so I hope you guys like that if you're willing to watch it. But honestly, at the end of the day, I recommend for the podcast – because it's what I do. I recommend you put it on the background while you play a game or do whatever and just let it sit back there and let it be more of a, um, uh, not relaxing experience, but like a background thing. Because <clears throat> that's, uh, that's what I think podcasts are meant for. So I'd recommend that. And uh, welcome anybody who's new to the podcast since I did just get a new bunch of subscribers from that stupid Spider-Man video. Uh, which I got a lot of shit for, by the way, James. There, <laughs> some of those comments are like, "God, you fucking you retard, fucking Xbox bitch fanboy, fucking <laughs> <laughs> get out of here." Well, God. like, I know, like the Lego games are kind of, you know, joked on, but that actually looked yeah. fun as fuck. Like, <laughs> no, it is for a Lego game. It is. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, but it doesn't compare. But some people are like, "Oh, Lego games better, bitch." I'm like, whatever. All right. Well, either way, okay, so. Uh, E3 2018 just happened. Um, I watched the conference. I'm sure a lot of you probably know that. And um, James, I gave him a list of things to look at, and he fucking told me he has, you have eight pages of, of notes? Yeah, eight pages. Okay, so he's very prepared. Um, I'm not as prepared. I have, like, jot downs. Um, but whatever, I like to think I'm a little more informed generally. Um, and that, you know, I'm going to say that. I think that's what I'm most interested in is your opinion, like way above mine, just because like you have, a, like, I think a fresher take on this stuff. And I like to think I'm going to be extra cynical just because it's like, I don't know. I've, I feel like I've seen a lot of this shit before. So whatever. Um, but OK, so I, I think to start this off, we decided the best way to do it would be to go our what uh, to, to start would be our favorites from uh, E3. Um, you want to go first? Uh, yeah. Honestly, I think it would have to be the the last one you uh, sent me, which is Anthem. I think that... Oh, shit. I think it has the most uh, potential out of all of them here. Because I... Okay. There were a couple that were just kind of bleh, kind of reboots almost that probably aren't going to be as interesting as their... It's not going to meet the hype, is what I'm trying to say other games you mean yeah yeah okay but well I mean, so anthem go ahead yeah so yeah I, I went through the whole i watched the trailer uh, i probably watched uh interview thing with the the dev or whatever i tried mm -hmm. to jot down the names when i saw them holy shit okay <laughs> <laughs> he's got dev names that i won't know so but what i i really liked about it was one the like the co-op kind of feel to it so like you can have you know your friends you all can be different classes and you can yeah take on these missions which because well, people are giving also, it shit for that are they well they say it's like exactly like destiny like it's the same yeah game. that was the game i was thinking of that it yeah but i think it's i don't know i think it might be cooler like okay it has, well no i agree okay please well okay well i'm just saying i i think it looks really cool 
I, I like the jetpacks um, that some people are kind of mixed on. I'm like, no, I like it. I like that mechanic. I think it's more interesting. I like the third person perspective. Um, I think that I think it looks a little slow watching it. Like sometimes the movement feels slower than it should be, but I think I'm just wanting it to be something that it isn't. But yeah. All right. So correct me if I'm wrong. We got the names of the Ranger and the Colossus suits, which they call javelins. Yes. But we don't know who the electric guy is. I think I wrote down Storm. I think that's the Meiji that type right. class, and then the green yeah. one, which I jotted down. I assume it's going to be kind of like a speedy kind of scout type. Yeah, I thought it was like a rogue or something, sure. Yeah. Oh, something along those lines, yeah. But we have the ranger mm -hmm. who's like your all-around basic, you know, you just throw it on, you do some damage, you have decent HP of the tank, which, from what they showed, Massive I weapons. think, yeah, I think it's going to deal a lot more damage than people think. I'm not sure, though, because, like, if you're going to put it into, like, a tank category, you just expect it to sit up front and absorb damage which is cool but mm -hmm. the javelins aren't classes which i was kind of confused with at first they're actually you have your own character and then you can switch between the different suits as you feel oh, necessary okay. which i thought was pretty cool i mean that's kind of just classes though is it not um, I mean, if you're playing a co-op your... game, you would just pick the one you want to be that round. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you can change it mission to mission. So, like, if you're playing solo, you can be like, oh, this mission would best suit for the Colossus. This mission would best suit Green Rogue Boy. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I thought that was okay. Do you want to talk about uh, the world a bit, say... or do you want to continue on the javelins? Um, I mean, you can move on to the world. I don't know anything about the world. You don't know anything about the world? No. I watch, like, the trailers for most of these things, and that's my context. Oh, <laughs> it's like okay. what E3 showed us. I, I went yeah. and do uh, a lot of interviews with the devs and stuff just yeah. to try and get as much information as mm -hmm. I could. But a lot they were stressing a lot in this interview about it being, quote-unquote, your story. Which... Yeah. Okay. Which well, I don't they, know. Did they emphasize, like, is it a choice game? I mean, what a... <laughs> That's what it seemed like to me. But they yes. talked about adding more and more DLCs, which they did with a lot of games at this E3, which was a recurring theme. Um, oh, well, I thought you were going to emphasize EA. That's also why people are not excited for Anthem, is because it's EA, and the last few games they put out, people were very unhappy with. And yeah. it emphasizes stuff like DLC and like microtransactions, because they're like the big ones for that. Yeah, the protagonist in this game which you are a part of they're called freelancers and they have their suits which are the javelins and they're able to yes. switch between them but what i was gonna say is it's supposed to be involving your story there are choices in the game from what i understand from what he said and there's gonna be a lot of customizations with the suit and everything like that i just hope it's not like paywall well exactly that's the yeah I think that's like the skeptical thing is people are like unsure about that. Um, I think people also, they just said it seemed generic, which I get what they're saying. Cause like what it, looking at it, that's sort of become like the current standard for sci-fi yeah. is like what that looks like. That's now sci-fi, um, which I'm okay with. I think it's a fine representation of it, but for ge generic sci-fi, whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I mean, I'm into it. I, I, Looking at the trailer, I thought I would probably buy this off the trailer. 
I mean, by the time it comes out, who knows what you know news will come out. But I'm like looking at it. I kind of just want to play it. I don't see why I wouldn't want to. Yes, and I have a quote here from the thing, but it's a quote: "Our world, my story." End quote. So I'm assuming you're going to be able to, first of all, customize. I'm assuming there's going to be some sort of skill tree that customizes to the way you play, yeah. at the very least. Um, then other than that, I don't know how well implemented, if there's going to be choices that determine the end of the story, mm-hmm. but they are definitely focusing on this, and you, we've heard it a lot from what, or I've heard it a lot, this kind of shared world thing, mm-hmm. where it's, you know, an open world, but like everybody experiences the same weather changes and seasons and stuff like that. I don't know if you noticed that as well. Um, they said that in the demo, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not going to say it's like that by itself is impressive. I, I, um, I just don't. Was it open world in the sense that it's just the people in your lobby, or is it like um, instance based, like Destiny, where if you're wandering, someone might like load into your sort of server and like be there, and then they're not there a minute later? I believe it's lobby, but there are a lot of games that okay. are server oriented. And I even yes. wrote down, like, my theme for this event, not theme, but the general trend Yeah, was sure. this quote-unquote shared world with season and weather changes in a multiplayer setting. I found that to be a common, common About three of those story. off my head, yeah. Yeah. Did that. Okay. But I think that's actually really cool. I know uh, growing up, I played a lot of Need for Speed games, and uh, there would be some slight... <laughs> changes in seasons like in the most yeah. wanted i believe which i thought was really cool especially uh with forza coming out and all mm-hmm. that so uh defranco okay i think that's all the main points i want to hit on anthem do you uh do you have a favorite game for uh, this e3 uh, i do i think it was the game with well, i think it was the game with the most weight behind it because everyone was the most hyped for it it was the fallout 76 okay um big fucking hitter very controversial hitter um it's fall it's a fallout game from what they describe it as but they emphasize that it is now online mm-hmm. which has a lot of people very upset because when fallout 4 came out it was like it was kind of like the other fallout games but it just gave you like less choices and it was like less role play and a little bit more of like action shooter and people were like oh you're abandoning your you know true fans for like casuals um and so people were upset in the first place, and now they're putting this out like right after, and people are like, so now you're still not going to make what we want. And so it's very controversial, mainly because of that. Um, but I'm very excited from what we saw of it, because what they're showing it as is it's like a spinoff, uh, and it's kind of doing its own thing, and they're trying something new, and they're trying something that people have wanted for a long time. I think they're being a little weird about how they're doing it, but the, the general idea is to play Fallout with your friends. And they have they have accomplished that is that you can have I don't think they put a number on it but it's like four man parties and you invite them into your like squad <clears throat> and then you can go around the wasteland together and go and um, do quests I don't know how see now I don't I don't know how the quests work that's the big thing for full context you saw it James I guess you watched it so you might you might know um, but the but the thing is like it's um, you can run into other players like the world in general is online which is why i think they went kind of above and beyond when they did that but okay um 
And so you can you can apparently just run into random players, and it's assumed that each server has. He he said like a dozen, but the way he says it makes me assume it's like Destiny, where people kind of spawn in and then they're gone. Um, I assume, but it might not be. It might be permanent um, because they also seem to emphasize like that these people can affect the other people on the map, and that you would want to do that um, because, for example, uh, they showed um, that you can have uh, nuclear launch codes. Uh, did you see that? Yes, yes, I did. And um, so we have to get a certain amount of people together and get the launch codes, and then it's kind of like you know they emphasized if you have an enemy, that's what it's good for. Is like you know what I fucking took all this time to do this. Fuck you! I'm gonna blow up your like house or whatever. And it's like okay, so I assumed you're gonna stay on that server with that person then for however long. Um, and so it wasn't gonna say I was. I think I was saying that to emphasize that the quest thing. He, um, Todd Howard said that every person you run into is gonna be a player. And so I was like, what does that, what does that mean? Does that mean like there aren't NPCs that give you quests? Cause then like, that's going to show that it might be lacking in a story. And then people are theorizing that like, um, the vault, um, the overseer. So the person who like, you know, overseers, yeah. oversees the vault, the, um, that they're just going to give you quests and it's going to, it's going to be like lame, like fetch quest stuff. Like, Hey, can you go get this, go here and shoot these guys. And so. People are upset about that, and I understand that. I think they should be more clear about that. And maybe they have. They've probably done some interviews today and tomorrow and whatever that they'll clear up more stuff. Um, but, yeah. So I okay. have more to go into. Do you have, like, a rough opinion on what you saw of it? Um, I, this is one of the games I have a lot of a lot of notes on because okay. I feel like with Bethesda, they, they were very good at uh, giving out a lot of information. Yeah. But it's basically... Obviously, we talked to Todd Howard. He's the game developer. And what I thought, like, my highlight out of it, other than, like, the trailer. The trailer was very good, in my opinion. But yeah. other than that, I, like, from what I got, there is going to be, like, base building, correct? Um, yes. So you and your friends yeah. can build a base and defend it against other clans, for lack of a better word. Uh, Yeah. Well, Fallout 4 had building where you could build in specific areas, and now this one is like you can bring a thing and you can build next to that thing. And so it's like camp forts you can kind of make. Um, yeah. They also uh, Which, which can out. I add this? Gage okay. mentioned this to me, though. He, he was wondering how that would work server-wise. Like, if you just log off, does that fucking stay there? Like, is that a permanent server? And so that that's something I, I don't know if they've added. Or they do about. have... He did mention and made sure to make clear that they do have 100% dedicated servers to the game. And he said they will be running for years to come. Okay. But another thing is, he said all progression is saved. So no matter what you do, as soon as you log off and save your game, you're going to be up to date. You're not going to lose anything. It's not going to well, yeah, take you back sense. to the last quest. Like an MMO. Yeah. Yeah. But... I assume. And it was, all, it was individual based, which was like neat. So it's like, I mean, for example, when we play Far Cry, like I'm in your world, I go back to mine and I didn't get any of that, you know, accomplishments. Yeah. But uh, it sticks with you. So that's good, though. Anything else? Or I keep going. Um, what was I going to say about it? I wanted to say that uh, I, I thought the, the, the location was kind of cool. I mean, I think it's... It's not super out there unique compared to like you know the other games. Like it seems like it's it's similar to Fallout Four and like Three with that location. It's in West Virginia, uh, close to like DC. Um, <clears throat> but I will say they made me more interested in it when like Todd Howard 
this is something people haven't mentioned. I thought it was like fucking fascinating, which was like, um, cause I love the lore and everything in Fallout. And I think like all the monsters and the people, it's so interesting to me. And he mentioned that like West Virginia has its own sort of like weird, creepy stories and like, like mm-hmm. real like government secrets stuff. And then he also mentioned that they have like, you know, like raid kind of boss monsters or something in the game that are like exact like references and like copies of like real folklore creatures in West Virginia. And yes. I thought that was the coolest thing. I was like, dude, that's like if they had the game in Ohio, <laughs> fucking fight melon heads or something. <laughs> it's, I love that. I love that though. I yeah. thought that was so clever. And I don't mean to touch back, <laughs> but I do have down here in my notes that there is a solo, solo player option. So I don't know if the people exaggerated or they jumped to conclusions, but from what I saw, there was going to be a solo player and an option for multiplayer. He said that, but then in another interview, people kept linking. They were like, he's like, no, you have to be online. So it might only be a private server single player. Is what they, I don't know. Because there's contradicting like statements by Todd Howard that like people aren't sure. Okay. So so I I am hoping it's an always online thing. Uh, I think most people these days have the internet, but it's you know. Yeah. How in, do you, in, in a fall uh, game, you shouldn't need it. Go ahead. How do you feel about the <laughs> gameplay we saw of the combat? That was fine. It's the uh, same as four. I th- I thought. It's the Is exact it? Same. Uh, I've never yeah. played any of these games, so I don't know. Well, here the big thing though people are very upset about is that players are just going to come up and fucking shoot you or um or whatever yeah and you could you could trade with players by the way i don't think they emphasize that in the trailer but if people didn't know you can also like they emphasize that like trading with npcs was one thing in the old games but this one emphasizes you like trade with random people like hey you know you want this gun for this so i thought that was fun and i think it encourages role playing which i think makes it fucking hilarious to play um but uh, what was I going to say that he was worried that people would just come up and shoot you. I think Todd or somebody in an inter- interview, uh, I like read it that they were explaining that like they, I think, oh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know if it was a rumor or not. I don't know where I heard this, but th- the belief was that you have to like accept the duel type thing, I think. And I don't know how that would work. Maybe it's like different servers have different rules. Cause red dead and games like that do that PVP, non PVP. Um, but people are saying that maybe it has to be like a, you accept a duel thing or there has to be like some, certain like requirements met for someone to be allowed to kill you so that's the counter to that which i think we can all assume they've probably worked on some counter to people just fucking like griefing you and shit i I assume there's a defense against that so i don't think people should be too worried well Um, about the about the combat which i i don't know it could have been this way in four but again i've never played any of these um there's actually a down system which i saw um, you're right. No, you're right. I didn't even take note of that. You're, that is new. That you never is got it? down before. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was always online or offline, so you would just die, or they would die. Um, I assume it's a down system so that you know, you have your your squad can pick you up. Yeah, of course. So that's cool. <clears throat> Are we done with the main Fallout seventy six discussion right now? Um, I guess so. Be- because they also announced that Fallout Shelter is going to launch on Nintendo Switch and PS4. Oh, or yeah, I don't really give a fuck about that, but yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's okay on the phone, and it will be okay there. I don't yeah. think anyone like cares that much. It's fine. But they, It's a good game for the Switch. They said the beta was <clears> going <throat> to launch for Fallout 76, November 14th, 2018, correct? That's when the game comes out. Oh, that's when the, the game full release game, November. Yeah. the beta sometime soon, or is it already out? It's not. I don't know. Sometime soon. Okay. I think you can sign up for it. I'm probably not going to. <clears throat> um, but yeah. 
Okay. I think I'm done with Fallout 76. I think everyone's talking about that. We get it. Um, we just want to hear more. Um, so let me think. So, uh, well, here. So next we decided, I guess the best thing to do for good, uh, we can go to the games we dislike the most. If there was like a meh fucking choice in there. Um, I'm not sure what mine is. Go ahead. If you have yours. Uh, mine is 100% uh, man eater. Dude, what the fuck? No, I love Man Eater. That shit like came no. out of nowhere during the PC no, show, and they're like, "Look at our cool games." So... It's probably like twenty bucks. Yeah, and it's gonna what? be one of those games that you play for a couple days, and you're just fucking done with. It's there's nothing yeah, to that's it. That's the you point. Just, it's no, I can't. For that price in a couple days, that game's gonna be like a big deal when it comes out too. I guarantee you. But it for, will be like everyone's streaming it. For a slightly uh, more in-depth game that I found wasn't necessarily the best out of the ones that you listed, it would, yeah. well, we can talk about that one later, but it would probably be Division 2. Okay, yeah. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, but the first one, like, lost, like, 90% of its player base or something within the first three months. Um, yeah, they went way fast, I believe, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to burp, go ahead. So well, East I, and, like, I, saw, or what is I saw nothing... Because I've seen a little bit of the first Tom Clancy's The Division, and yes. then I go ahead and see a little bit of the second one, and I don't, I don't see anything in the second one that would make me want to play it for longer than they you know, a couple weeks. They added raids, James. They added oh raids. Oh my gosh! Oh. And people are giving them shit for that because like <laughs> you can't have raids in like a modern like game modern in the sense that like it's a modern world because yeah. it's just like guy in body armor with like maybe a flamethrower so it's like you can't do cool raids it kind of like makes that lame yeah. um and somebody uh, this one uh, streamer tomato pointed this out and i thought it was in he kind of has a point when he said that like it depends on the game i guess but it's like weird because in division you like fucking blast people with bullets like a full round to like kill them i guess mm -hmm. and he said like that doesn't really work in like modern games like it works for like sci-fi and like yeah. fantasy but it's just weird when you put a full round into someone and they're like they're not dead you know so i think that's like off-putting in, in a sense but yeah that was probably um, the least interesting game of all the ones i, mean, I looked generic. into did you notice the um? Did, how do you people don't hate this too? How do you feel about um, the like fake let's players who, who are oh, like, all right, yeah. you know, and they're like, <laughs> the people fucking hate that. All right, man, let's take back the capital. Come on, <laughs> just like two seconds later, it's like, yeah, I'm such a noob. I yeah. think they said it was going to be an open world, but I didn't. Well, I think See, the first one was so, yeah. yeah, but like, there's kind of lines. People like to say their game's open world. But some usually it's not to the extent of what some other studios do. I think it's probably open world. I played the first one. Did you? A little bit of it. Yeah. I mean, it was just like the setting. I don't remember what city it was, but it was just like a grim city. And you're just running around the streets. Yeah. And there's usually like a 12-year-old getting shot by some dude who's 20 who's like calling him a little bitch or something. <laughs> and like that was my experience. And I was like, okay, it's funny for like a little bit. But I don't know. It got boring. Um People would kind of group up to do missions. I don't know if it was like a team thing. Like we would, like there'd just be a helicopter floating, and they'd be like, "All right, throw us supplies and shoot off the bad guys." And people would just be there doing that, and I could like join them. But I guess you could also just like kill everyone and take it for yourself, which I think is a good mechanic. Um, but but there was that. But I do. I think it's open world overall. Okay. I don't think it's like acting like it's more than it isn't. 
Well, <clears throat> that's set to come out March 15th, 2019, right? I guess so. That, yeah, that's what I have in my notes. Okay. All right, so uh, <laughs> what's your least favorite? Uh, where was it? Let me... <laughs> my minuscule notes. I had it. Um. Uh, well, I guess there's like two it could be. Okay. Well, they, I don't know. They still, well, okay. But there's like Gears. They showed Gears of War stuff. Because they, okay. they kind of like were fucking with people at first. I mean, they probably had like slight passion for it. But they were kind of like, here we have Gears pop figures. And I was like, okay, is that your big announcement? And they're like, no, we have like an XCOM game. And I was like, and I think, I, I don't know if it was on PC or just on mobile. Um, but people are kind of like, okay, that's kind of lame too. But I guess it's okay if, you, if you're an XCOM audience. Um, and then they were like, no, but here's Gears 5. And Gears 5, I mean, it's just going to be a Gears game. But I'm just kind of like, they need to stop making Gears games. Or at least, I don't know. Like, they just don't need them. I just think they're boring. I'm sure it'll be just fine on that standard. Um, yeah, but we really just don't need them. I mean, there's a <laughs> there's a dedicated fan base to Gears games. Is there not? There is. People are going to buy it, you know. But that's like the same as me saying like we don't need Call of Duty, which I mean we we need to chill out. We could we need to, we need to go like eight years without a Call of Duty and then come back strong. I don't know. That's like what I think. I too many. I think there's a lot of developers who they keep they make a game and then it's like damn that did well. Well we're gonna make one next year and then the next year and it's like then you have Assassin's Creed 17 and it's yeah. like okay. Um, so I mean, there's gears, but there's another one that I actually like really disliked. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, I'm scrolling through. It was um, damn, 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 damn. Um, maybe it was. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I don't know if I have a like big dislike other than that. I know anything on my list is probably stuff that I liked, so it's kind of like <laughs> I, I had some opinions on it, at least. Okay. There were just plenty of, like, whatever games in the conference, I guess, generally. There were some, like, letdown games. Um, okay. Um, let me think. Uh, you know what? I wanted your opinion on this game, though. Um, and I listed this one on the list for you to look at first, because I was like, okay, this is the one that might be, like, the most intriguing to him, is We Happy Few. What did you think about what you saw? <laughs> well, the first thing that popped in my head was Far Cry 3 Bliss. The okay. whole uh, drugged yes. out, happy, everything's sunshine and rainbows. That was the very first yeah. thing that popped into my head. Mm -hmm. It's set in a 1916s dystopian world where you're trying to escape, basically. Yes. I played the alpha. You played the alpha? Yeah, there was an alpha a very long, very long time ago. <laughs> um, and it was just sort of a sandbox game at the time. Mm -hmm. um, the only like strong memory I have is like... I think I think the game when it comes out is going to be like, like, I think it's like somewhat open world, but you kind of have like stronger objectives. This was very much just like just fucking explore and tell us if the game's broken. Just explore like this tiny part of the map, and they blocked off like everything else. Um, but I just remember, and I might be wrong. It was something where I had to like find a certain object so that I can get past like a beehive to get into like a treehouse that had papers with like documents that took me to another place, and then I don't remember past that. But that was, like, my experience with that. I don't know. Like, beyond that, there's also a point where there's just a woman there in town who's, like, super happy. And she's like, you want to race? Want to race? And you ask her to race. And then you have to, like, actually race her around the town. Um, and so it's just, like, little minigame missions that you just kind of do with random people. And some kind of progress you further. Some might get you um, upgrades and blah, blah. Um, but, yeah. But uh, keep going, I guess. Okay. That's generally what it is. Well, 
Sure. The thing that I most liked about it was the fact that they said you play as three different characters throughout the story. I didn't know that. Okay. And then their stories are intertwined, and as you play as one character, you learn more about <sighs> X character, up. and then you learn more about Y character. Yeah. But the truth, from what I've seen, yeah, I, I believe the three characters are Arthur, Sally, and Ollie. Mm, okay. Yeah, I think we saw all three. Yeah, Arthur... Arthur was, was who you played in the Alpha, so that's the glasses guy, right? He's polite-awkward. That's the description okay. I got. Sally is a local celebrity, expert, quote-unquote, drug crafter. And okay. then Ollie is referred to as a quote-unquote mad Scotsman. Yeah, I remember him in the trailer, yeah. Then they said they might release more, more info on these characters uh, as it goes on. But they started out creating this game with only 16 people and up until e3 it bounced up to 40 so i think we should oh, I know. be able to get a really good product it's been being end, made for done. a long time yes and most people thought it was gone until it showed up this year they're like oh i thought that game like died or something yeah but they say the story is mainly based on denial and these people basically just take this drug forcefully or not forcefully well yeah i don't i don't know what happened in the world i don't know if you have notes on that i just know it's like everything's fucked and there's like a horrible government and basically everyone yeah they take the little the little joy pills and then they see everything in colors and rainbows and everything's great yeah um i think gameplay wise that was like a factor like like there's like certain places you needed joy to get in and then you couldn't and like and so like the world would change for you each time if you took the pill or not so I don't know if it's a commentary on the storyline, but it looked very cartoony yeah. and stylized, which... That I'm, could also be part of the developers and their capabilities. Yeah, I'm not, guess, yeah. I'm not a fan. Like, I'm fine with having stylized games, but I'm not a fan of this style. I thought you'd really like the style. No, I'm really not a fan <laughs> of it. No? Yeah. Okay. I think it's... I don't know. It's like uh, Dr. Seuss. They, I, I like the little vacuum machine they show. And I was like, that was pretty cool. So I just like that um, it's very Dr. Seuss ap apocalypse or something. I was like, that's kind of neat. I mean, it's not apocalypse, dystopian. Um, and I think there's a, there's a big different, uh, difference between those. Um, let me think. I think that was all I had to say on it. You got anything else for We Happy Few? Um, well, I mean, the fact that it's in the 1960s and it's uh -huh. this dystopian world, um, a lot like... English or something. A lot like, uh, I forget the name of like the series of games, but it's kind of, I was wondering if it was going to try and push like a, this is like a communist government. And I don't, again, I don't know if the pills that they're taking are being forcefully distributed or if it's. Well, like the government hands them out. Yeah. So I think like, it. Take these and they do, they like kind of force you to. The, <laughs> the alpha that I played opens with like a cutscene thing. Where you're like in an office building and they're all like, you know, well, it actually opens. It's kind of cool, like opening. I don't know, it's not really a spoiler. You like are hitting a pinata for like an office party, and then like the drug starts to like wear off and everyone starts like grabbing candy. And as it wears off, you see that they're just like eating chunks of a, like a fucking rat. Um, <laughs> and it just kind of goes from that. And then they're kind of like, hey, you don't seem okay because you're like puking and shit. And they're like, you're going to want to take your fucking pills. And they start like trying to shove them into you and stuff. So. So yeah, I think it's very much safe that you, if you're not on the pill, the government like will come after you is what it is. Yeah, and Alex 
is the narrative director and his wife Lisa helps him write it and he I have him quoted saying it may have been him or just somebody else working on the game but they say they try and discuss current events in a tasteful way of course uh, it's all subjective mm, yeah but I'd, I'd like to see I mean, that yeah. I, I wasn't blown away by the game I thought it was interesting but I I'm not I'm not gonna I think it's just hype it up it is yeah I don't know how big it's going to be. It might be big, though. I think it's the kind of game that'll come out and, like, streamers will play it and everyone will be like, oh, this is pretty cr fucking neat. I mean, okay. You know. So, um, one game I want you to explain to me. Okay. It's Captain Spirit. It's uh, oh, Life is Strange yes. expansion. I've never played any <laughs> Life, Life is Strange games. It just looked weird to me. I love it, dude. It's, <laughs> it's, um, it's an original story. They said it's in the Life is Strange universe. Um, the Life is Strange games are um, hipster trash, and I love them. And I usually hate hipster trash, but like I love these games because they are fun to play, um, especially stream. And so, um, t the Life is Strange games are just kind of like you know they're they're like the kind of story games like Detroit or whatever else, Heavy Rain, where you just kind of like walk around and like make decisions. You talk to people, and you you know it's all about what you say and do in the game. Um, Life is Strange actually has like a rewind mechanic because the girl has like superpowers to rewind time, so that's like a factor. Um, but it's just like so it is like very like young indie kid, um, and they're in this setting that usually has like a depressing twist, like family member died or something, or they're depressed or whatever. So if you want me to explain Captain Spirit, from what I know, I'm I'm guessing it's this kid. He's out there with his dad. The mom died. They're in a little, like, shitty snow house out in the woods. Um, he's probably low on money. The kid has nothing to do but uses imagination. Probably draws, which I thought was funny, by the way. He draws, like, with crayon his mask, not just, like, paper. He just draws it on. But <laughs> but he, he just pretends to be a superhero. And um, I think it's just going to be about his imagination, and I'm going to guess that his imagination is going to help him deal with his mom dying, which they like revealed in the trailer, uh, that that's like the driving thing. And, um, and they showed him like in another world and shit, which is all part of his imagination. But I don't know if that's like going to become not his imagination at some point. Cause they, 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 they do sort of have like that superpower thing in that, in that universe. So I don't know how you feel about that. I don't think you'd like it. It's very like, like I said, it's very hipster. No uh, dialogue yeah. is very cringy. Um, you know, they use the word hella a lot, and they, they love it. Which people give them shit for, but I think the developers are like, they're, they're very, they know what they're doing. They're making it for the audience that likes Tumblr, and I think that's fine. They're targeting them very directly. Absolutely. Um, I, yeah. It is free, I have I have, so it's, I have no, no interest in games okay. like that. It would, I'd probably fucking pass out within like the first 20 it's like minutes. A movie. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. A movie I have absolutely no interest in. It's like the chick flick of video games, from what you're telling me. So That little boy lit a firecracker, but oh, in his mind, it was a oh fireball, James. God. A fucking fireball. No way. <laughs> I did that when I was a kid. Um, okay. Well, all right. Uh, you brought this up kind of earlier. Now... <laughs> Well, here, I, I, I know, like, people watching this, like, certain games that, like, everyone's into and they're going to want to hear about, no one gives a fuck about this game. And normally I would never care either. But I thought the new Forza Horizon, like, actually looked really cool. <laughs> and I was, like, really impressed by it. 
That's um, again with the shared world, different seasons, weather. Yeah. <laughs> I love the shared world. No, not too many people laughed at this, but like, <laughs> there's the clip where a guy just like drives up to the player, and there's like a text box that just goes, "Wanna drift?" You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I thought that was so fucking funny. Um, but no, I remember the trailer was cool because they just kept showing it off. They showed off the location. It was England, and there was, like, all these nice, like, mountains he was driving in, all mm-hmm. these different cars. The graphics are always fucking phenomenal. Um, they st- they talked about the seasons changing, which you, you talked about before, and about how there's, like, icy roads, and then um, I don't know if there's going to be, what, more dirt in, in fall or, like, I don't know what other factors would be more than ice, but, but the seasons changing, like, looked very goddamn good in the game, and it made me much more interested in it. Um, if I had a racing wheel, I'd probably for sure buy it. Um, <laughs> did you have a strong opinion towards this racing game? Um, yeah, I'd probably buy it. Like, I, all the games on this list, I, this is probably the one I'd buy. Oh, my God. No, keep going. Okay. So, out of all the games on this list, this is definitely the one I'd buy. I'm going to turn this off. For um, one, the whole weather thing, I think that's extremely cool. Um, it's, like you said, set in Britain. It's did, a sh- well, here, shared open did, world. Well, did you listen to like interviews for this, or maybe? Um, did they say how the weather like does it just change at like fade into the next weather system? Because they showed it in the trailer like that, but I thought that was just artistic. Yeah, I, I think that was artistic for the most part, but I don't know how yeah. they're going to transition it. I don't believe they touched on that because I mm-hmm. honestly don't think they know. Okay. But we were talking. Yeah to uh, Ralph Fulton, he was the creative director, when he was showing this uh, presentation, which was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it's... it's, very long. It's not coming out to uh, PS4, from what I know. It's only going to be on Xbox One and Windows 10. Franchise. Which is fine. But, yeah, I mean, I wrote down the quick chat, which you thought was hilarious. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I like that in games. I like that all the racing games are doing that, though. I like the open world. And has Forza Horizon always had off-road stuff? Um, I think they did in the last game. They okay. had, like, a riverboat or something. I don't know what that was. In the yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, they're fucking giant things. It was thing. huge. It was, like, four yeah. times the size of the car, which I didn't understand, but... I think they're kind of compete with uh the crew which is the other big open world racing game mm. and that that recently added like motorcycles it added planes it added boats and so i think they're trying to expand yeah um, i think i think it's uh beautiful the yes graphics i think the location's perfect the um, graphics um people they've done they've done like tests i think where they, they like show a screenshot and they're like what do you is this real life dude what do you think <laughs> people are like yeah it's real life and it's like it looks that good you know yeah but yeah that's supposed to come out on xbox and windows 10s october 2nd there you go okay there's yeah there's like three big games that are um uh october november december are like all those months in a row each of those months there's one fucking giant game that i'm for sure getting because fallout was the one that was in um november um and then what were the other ones wait october november december okay so uh, I can transition to that. What was, uh, October was, October, oh, well, that wasn't E3. I was going to, no, October is the one that's Red Dead 2, and they didn't show that at all at E3, because Rockstar never shows stuff at E3, but if anyone's interested, I'm sure everyone's going to buy it, and they're going to buy 
two versions of it probably because that you know <laughs> that's they're fucking good enough that you, you'll do that. Um, so that's coming out. But uh, okay, so let me think. So I'm trying to think of what else you'd be super like into out of all this. Oh, you know, I want. I told you just to watch it. Did you like well, when Todd Howard did the presentation? Did you like the like Keegan Michael Key bit? I did. Skyrim Alexa. I, I enjoyed. Really yeah, I enjoyed that bit. Yeah. Some people were like, "Don't be a comedian, Todd," but I was like, "I like it. <laughs> Take your time." Um, I could wait to hear about whatever fallout. Um, but did you know that that was real? What do you mean? The Alexa. They actually Bethesda was like, "Okay, if we make this as a commercial, someone's gonna actually make the app. We should just make it." So they made the app and they put it out, and people have been playing it, and I mean, it like actually somewhat works. I mean. Yeah, I thought I thought that was kind of cool. The whole like, I mean, I think it's too much effort. I mean, what is it like video games for blind people? Like, I mean, I just think it was for the meme of it. Like I said, I don't think it's like I don't think it works that well. It's just kind of like a little like you know, it's like what we did Mr. Lynch's class, like a little fucking interactive adventure, like <laughs> A or B, and that's about it. But still, one thing. Uh, moving on from that, one thing I. I hate, I don't, I'm not going to go as far as say I hate it, but I do not like, I do not like when they take normal console and uh, PC games and move them to mobile. I think it's a gimmick and I don't think it ever translates well, but that's what they did with Elder Scrolls Blades. Um, yeah, to be fair, that's not like a direct carryover, but, um, it's the same idea though. It is, and I think it'll probably do decent for them, though. I think that's why they do it, because they boasted about Fallout Shelter and, like, how many people downloaded it, because a lot of people have fucking phones. So, I mean, I think it's fine if they're going to go into that market. I think it's lame. I think most people watch E3 and everything. They're like, yeah, no one fucking cares about shitty mobile games. Right. But, like, but I mean, still, you know, it's like if it's going to make them that extra money and it's probably not too hard to develop, then that's what they're going to do. Um, yeah. I mean, that's all I have to say about that, I guess. Okay, so tell me about the uh, Kingdom's Heart, Kingdom Hearts franchise. Okay, well, I don't really know shit about the franchise. If Gage was here, he'd love to talk about it uh, for, like, a few hours. Um, it's just, like, a very, like, weeb anime story. Um, and I think it's got, it's, like, Final Fantasy characters, I believe. Like, it's, like, that mm -hmm. kind of realm. Um but the reason people play them are because the Disney characters. <laughs> like that's why that's the, where the interest fucking draws from. Let's be honest. I'm sure there's gonna be people who are upset about that. People are very diehard on Kingdom Hearts. Um, I don't. I don't know what the story is. I can tell you. I'm like predicting from what I kind of know. It's like you play as the kid Sora, who is like real but not real, and he like dreams about stuff, and his dreams are real. Something like that. I don't know. I played some of the first game. Um, <laughs> And so through that context, he just you go in a little spaceship and you need to go around to complete like a total objective of like, you know, saving your friends who are like being taken by the dark organization at basically every planet you go to, which is a Disney World, there's dark organization members there fucking things up, like making the genie from Aladdin evil or something. Like that's kind of the plot line usually. <laughs> um and it's great. And it's great. And it's just like third person combat, like fighting mechanics and it's like 
probably a little repetitive, but it's just, it's fun. And the big, like I said, the big draw though. So Kingdom Hearts, the biggest thing, everyone just likes going to the Disney worlds because it's fucking cool. Especially in this one, because it's like, the, the older ones are always like lower quality. This is like a very modern one and it looks fucking good. Like the Disney characters look very good. Like they would in some of their movies almost. And so it's very cool to be able to explore those worlds. Like they have an entire Toy Story world where you can go and like explore Andy's room and jump out of his fucking window and like parachute down onto like his driveway and it's like oh shit and it all looks like it does from the movies and so it's very cool for anyone who likes Disney. Um, they've they've like shown a few worlds like like Toy Story and like Hercules worlds. They showed Frozen. Mm-hmm. They showed uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, which that looked really good. That was like yeah, like they had to. They had to make like pretty semi-realistic uh, characters for once, where they had Jack Sparrow, who I believe it, they actually had um, Johnny Depp voicing. Um, they actually got like a few people to voice their uh, Disney people. Um, and I don't know, they show like Tangled and uh, other stuff. Tangled actually looks cool. But that's generally what Kingdom Hearts is, um, and that was my uh, one of my games, I thought. Oh, no, it wasn't. I mean, I'm definitely going to buy it, but yeah, it's not coming out for a while. That's like January of 2019. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think it's... I know it's January. I think it's the 29th. Yeah, I think that's what I have written down, too. I don't feel like looking for it. So, I mean, do you like it from your impressions? Um, no. I mean, I like the idea of it. I really do. Yeah. I love the idea of it. I'm, I'm a big fan of Disney and Toy Story and all that. So, if I could, like get the game and like skip through to those parts and just experience that that'd be cool mm-hmm. but I, I i have no want to invest time into playing a game like that but talking about weeb shit uh jump force okay i um okay i'm not into fighting games okay okay but i would play this one okay well i probably wouldn't but okay okay well, what do you have <laughs> against it i just don't like that fighting game because it's um, it's like that third person like battle fighting game that like the Naruto games do and like some of the Dragon Ball yeah. ones do, and I don't like it because the combat like, is always shitty. It's just fucking spam the button and you win, and it's like it's not fun. But yeah, you don't play it to fucking be yeah, competitive. You, <laughs> you play it to fucking bam buttons and see your favorite character kick some ass, dude. Yeah, just watch the shows. They're all from <laughs> no just fucking watching the MV. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's just like you're. No, I don't know. Also, I will say, I don't know if they talked about it. I think they just said like they're gonna work on making it even for all the characters. But it's mm-hmm. like I don't know how they're gonna do that. Cause I'm like Goku fucking flies and blows up planets, and then like you have ninjas. Yes, we're pretty overpowered these days, but still. Yeah. They they were talking about how they find it very important to keep everything balanced. Um, what I thought was cool, they said it was gonna be a three v three action fighting game. So I don't know. Because they also said there was going to be a solo I player. I Dragon Ball did that, but yeah. There was going to yeah. be a solo player mode, like a story mode that you can yes. progress through. And which is cool. Learn, which is, like, yeah, it's like very cool. To that. But I want to know more about the 3v3 action fighting. Because it's called I, a clusterfuck, James. What? It's called a clusterfuck. I believe Dragon Ball did that, where it was just like fucking eight people or something all flying around just fucking shooting balls of light at each other <laughs> it's like, madness is it gonna be co-op or multiplayer where it's actually like 3v3 and it's like a because from what i saw it looked like it was gonna be like a tag like a <clears throat> tag fight what it's probably the- tag because those games usually always have tag systems yeah 
And how is I'm that not cool? Like, if, imagine, like, it's 3v3, you're playing with two other friends, you're playing against three other people who are also on comments, like, oh, I'm getting my ass beat, tag me out, and then they take care of them, and then, like, that's that's cool to me. I think there's a lot of depth that's how that works. in that. I, I, I hope it does. I just assume it tags to another character, and I assume it's always the same person playing, though. <laughs> that's stupid. Because that's what they always do, <laughs> unless they're, like, really not going to do that, but I don't know. I would like to see um, it be like a 3v3 multiplayer team-based fighting game. Okay. I don't know. People made jokes about Death Note because he was at the end there mm -hmm. Ryuken them, so he's just gonna just fucking like scribble them, scribble their <laughs> names. Um, which he's probably will if there's like an ultimate attack. I'm guessing he's just gonna write their fucking name and then they get like sliced and then yeah. just come back. But yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just think they already made this game, by the way. I don't know if you know that. They already have made a series of games called, like, J-Star Victories, which is literally this. It's, like, the same type of fighter with just random anime characters, like Goku and Naruto. Like, they've made this before, no. but they're just not that. popular. No one liked them. So I don't know why I don't know why it's suddenly going to be popular this time. We'll see if it is. Well, they did say they were making it uh, in celebration of the 50th anniversary yes. of something. I missed out on what it was. Uh, I think it was Shonen Jump, I assume. Okay. And Shonen Jump is like, I don't know, like the publisher of all of these animes. <clears throat> so, I mean, I'm sure it'll be neat, and I'm sure it'll probably get plenty of sales, because they're going to have, like, a bunch of weeb characters from everywhere. Mm -hmm. It'll be like, okay. I just think the combat will be boring. I'm like, okay, I don't want to put 60 down to, like, spam the buns. So, do you want to move on to the other fighting game on this list? I don't know what it is, but go ahead. Super what Smash Bros. Ultimate. Oh. My, oh my. Uh, I think it looks awesome. Um, I think people were just disappointed because you know it wasn't like you know six new characters or whatever they might normally do. Because mm -hmm. um, that's the biggest thing about Smash when they're announcing it, people are like, "Oh yeah, like new characters," and it's so fun and it's very you know exciting. Um, but I'm I'm okay with what they did. They basically just ported like the last version over, but they've been upgrading it so the graphics are better. They're changing the gameplay to make it like wavier. Um, and they're making it so they're like changing certain moves that the characters have and now like the ultimate like uh, smash ball moves they all seem to be like really fast because normally sometimes they're all very different someone transforms into something or someone does mm -hmm. this but now it's just like no it's like an instant like fucking use it and you're done and it does a lot of damage which I think is good because it speeds up the match um, and I think will be interesting um but what they did, the big thing about this one is that they brought back every character from all of the old games, including, like, like Snake and stuff, and, like, characters that you thought, like, how do they have the license to continue using him? Um, and they put a lot of effort into that, and so that's the big thing. And but they, you, they have added, to, you have to unlock them. Yeah, and that's awesome. That's awful. That's awesome. That's what fighting games used to be. You had to go through the campaign and get all the characters. I love that they did that. I fucking love that. <laughs> That's I great. I don't. I'd much rather I, be able to play who's whoever I want to play as from the get-go. There's like 80 characters. <laughs> exactly. I want to work through the subspace emissary, which would be the story mode. I want to do that and unlock them. Because that's what made Smash fun. Any fighting game, you know? You're just playing a match with your friend. You just beat him, and then it's like, woo, woo, woo. And it's like Challenger is approaching. You, get to f you have to fight that character. And sometimes they'd be difficult. They would just kick your ass. And then it's like, you didn't get him. You failed try next time and i just i thought it was fun because i don't know I, I it gave you progression and it gave you reason to play through the game 
I don't know. They also uh, came out with uh, different cosmetics, which, again, hopefully are not locked or behind a paywall. But they probably will be. No. (laughs) Why would they do? They've always had cosmetics. They and whenever you pick a character, you scroll with like a Z button or whatever you whatever console you use, and you just swap like color palettes. Or in some cases, some people would have costumes. You're not gonna have to pay for it. They've never done that. Okay. Um, and then they uh, they did announce one new character, correct? Uh, technically, t- two two and a two and a half two and a half new characters. Okay. Because um, they brought Daisy in who's exactly like Peach in every way. And so they said, like, yeah, she's like an Echo Fighter, which they've had a few of before, where it's like they have all the same moves, but they're just a different model. Um, sort of like how, like, I don't know, like some Lynx would be like that or Pit, um, <clears throat> which is fine. I think that's great that she's just thrown in there. Uh, they did not add Waluigi. People are very upset. Uh, I don't know why they haven't. Peach <laughs> needs to be in the game. Um, he'd be great. But they did add, they added the Inklings, which are new from the Splatoon games. Uh, and they actually seem a little overpowered from the gameplay, but they just kind of like shoot fucking paint all over the map and everyone. Uh, and they, they're they just in the game. They seem fine, though. Um, and then the big one they added that people have wanted for several years was uh, Ridley, which was like the dragon boss or whatever from, I don't know which Metroid, maybe the original. But it's like the big Metroid villain. Yeah. Who they always said was too big to be in the game, so they had to like shrink him. But he's still like probably the largest character in the game. But he looks great. He looks very fun to play. I, I didn't know what Ridley was, so I had to look mm-hmm. him up, and it just said a Metroid enemy. I didn't like look into it like a lot. It's just the first thing that popped up, and yeah. he's just a fucking evil pterodactyl. I don't, I don't think yeah. he looks that cool. Pterodactyls are cool though, like inherently. <laughs> Are they? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what? God, you know, I just don't think he looks very awesome next to Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but sure. So I think I think it's gonna be awesome, and I think the big thing is that even if it, it just takes all the old games and adds everything up together in like a big concise form, but it's great because one, it's modern, and two, because now it's on the Switch a console that people actually own because people didn't fucking buy the Wii U and so they barely not you know the last smash didn't get that many sales but now everyone's buying a switch it is the most hyped console you can get right now and everyone's going to be playing this game everyone who owns a switch is going to have this so it's a huge release and it's going to be like the most up to date smash bros experience you can have and ideally if Nintendo does good the multiplayer will be good there's issues in the past hopefully that's solid the online multiplayer and it'll be the best Smash experience you can currently have, is my guess. So I think it's awesome. <clears throat> All right. I think that was my other game because that would, that, would, that comes out in December, so October, November, December. <clears throat> All right. So uh, moving on from that, a game which I really liked and that I believe I have a lot of information on is uh, Cyberpunk Twenty Seventy Seven. You're gonna say that. That is the that's the most hyped game actually. Maybe next to Fallout Seventy Six. Is it? People people are very very excited for cyberpunk 2077 and it was announced in back in 2013 for the first time correct i guess so yeah people i didn't i didn't know about it until this year but they apparently like showed the logo or something and they're like this is kind of what we're doing and everyone's like <gasps> and they like freaked out <laughs> over the logo so you can imagine when they saw the trailer it's based on a uh, cyberpunk 2020 which is a tabletop game okay i didn't know that I, i've never even know. heard of it before but 
that's what they were saying in the interview. I, yeah, I just thought it, I thought it was based on like a genre, you know, that sort of um, what are the movies that uh, are like literally this? Yeah, Blade Runner. So I just based, I thought it was based on just that, like as a genre, and like nerds love that. So <laughs> just thought that was like the main thing. Um, I mean, I kind of know what the gameplay is a little bit. They kind of talked about it, but feel free to explain it if you know it better. <laughs> Uh, Cyberpunk, mainly known as its second edition title, Cyberpunk 2020, is a cyberpunk role-playing game written by Mike Pondsmith and published by R. Telsorian Games in 1988. Oh, for the original, yeah. Yes. <clears throat> so that's supposedly what it's based on. Yeah. But from what he said, uh, and I'm pretty sure... Yeah, he made should have emphasized this. He said it was an RPG with FPS elements. And not the other way around. Yeah, they actually they said it was first person, which I, I kind of yes, don't like, but whatever. I thought it would be better if it was like third person, but like a GTA kind of thing. But yeah, you play. Yeah, think, go ahead. You play as a uh, main character who goes by V, I believe. Hate and that name. You Fits play. Old, you play as a mercenary, basically. There's a lot of yeah. character creation. They have voice lines for both male and female whichever one you choose and you also choose quote unquote a life path and i'm not 100 percent sure what that means but what i know is uh i'm guessing moral compass yeah something like that but you modify your class quote unquote as the game goes on again there's day and night weather cycles yeah okay you're locked into your role as a mercenary Mm-hmm. Which is kind of whatever. Well, yeah, so you said the classes you pick as you go. So it's just like you yeah. upgrade skills. Like yeah. Sometimes. And one thing, they say, again, they say it's open world. But yeah, I wrote down a note. I think it's going to be more linear than they're letting on. You're such a cynic. Why? Because, <laughs> like, when I think of open world, I think of literally just running around doing nothing. Yeah, I think and you can GTA. you can give us like a certain amount of space, but that doesn't make it open world. Like if I have to go from main quest to main quest, that's not open world. Even if I, I can run around in the meantime. That. Well, they said there's like you could just walk up to people anywhere on the map, like people just on the street and do like quests. I don't know, but yeah. th- they there's were like saying to do. they were saying how <clears> they're. <throat> I guess they also made uh, Witcher three. And how they're yes, trying to take game. a lot from Witcher 3 and basically reskin it to fit their game. I mean, it's not a bad thing necessarily, because the Witcher no. 3 is a very good game. I'm not saying and it's it, a bad thing, I'm just saying And it's the it. genre that they're aiming for, because that was like the action RPG, and it was so big. There were so many like monsters, so many characters, so many quests. Like There was so much to do. There were like people, like myself included, where I was like, I, just, I, like, I don't even want to play it, because there's too much to do. <laughs> there's too much. So yeah, I have a note down here that says you select your backstory, which probably has to do with the life path. I'm assuming those two are connected. So I don't know if you sure. choose like your backstory, like oh you grew up, because there are two different places, or there's several different regions, but yes. there are uh, there's six unique districts. It's set in California coast. There are gang-ridden That's slums cool. and higher, rich corporate areas. So I'm assuming when they say life path, you probably choose whether you come from the corporate areas or like the slums. Sure. 
I mean, yeah, it was just that, or I don't know. Like I said, maybe moral compass. So I assume it was like I'm guessing you can lean towards being like a mercenary or lean towards like a little more of a hero. I don't know. Like what I said is like you're stuck in your role. So I think you're a mercenary either way. It just depends on who you're fighting for. Sure. Yes. Well, yeah, in that sense, you could be a hero, just depending on who you fight for, though. Yeah. Like, let's fight for the people and get the rich assholes, or, you know. They showed, because in the trailer, which was very cool, and, it, like, they didn't really show gameplay, but I was like, the world they built through the trailer looked so fucking cool. Um, and they, they, they were showing, like, people who seemed like politicians, where it was, like, a cable on their head just, like, zaps them and, and things like that. Like, there's plenty of unique ways to assassinate someone. Yeah, and like, I was going to touch on that. Them. They have okay. uh, ranged in melee combat, which is just good. But they also have things called smart and tech weapons. Okay, yeah. It's Hitman. Go ahead. But <laughs> you can... Uh, it's basically... They said they added these to be able to you know, define the way you play. You don't have to use... I mean, you probably do at some points. But the smart weapons... I believe... I may have gotten them mixed up. <clears> but I believe the smart weapons are for... Uh, like to go through walls and stuff like that i believe that's what he said and then the tech weapons are sure. to like infiltrate like electric stuff yeah like well, I assume uh, hacking's a huge thing what's that big hacking game uh, uh watchdogs watchdogs yeah that's what came to mind i mean it's big on hacking because like at the xbox conference i don't know if the trailer showed you that but like he's literally like well thank you guys for joining us for the microsoft conference and we're, we're what what's happening and like the screen <laughs> like got hacked and then the game trailer started playing so yeah <laughs> and to touch back on the uh world they said they really wanted to focus on vertical landscapes they talked about these quote-unquote mega buildings where you could go in and they have vendors within there and you can go sense. up and down the floors so yes. it's like a world within a world that's which very is really cool, cool. Makes yes. total sense. if and it's then, um okay that movie theme that i said before what do you say what blade runner Blade Runner, yeah. <laughs> I think Blade Runner, not Blade Runner. Though, uh, there's another well, there's another sci-fi movie, I don't think it's Blade Runner, where it was like a guy in like a taxi cab, but it's like neon space. Like He's like flying around the city in a taxi cab. I'm pretty like sure that's Blade car. Runner. Is it? It might be Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade I haven't like sat down to watch Blade Runner. I've seen like parts. And so like, yeah, I remember that. We watched like, it I, like, I am. I wasn't there. Oh. Yeah. And so yeah, I wasn't there that day. Uh, I think I was in Europe, but um. Yeah, and that, but I'm just saying, I remember that having like the vertical buildings, like it just had like a McDonald's, like mm -hmm. however many fucking feet in the sky, and you just fly up next to it. So, yeah. And they, they showed like the flying vehicles and stuff. So, I think that'll be cool. And I, I wonder if that'll factor in because you could drive vehicles. You probably like, there's probably like flight vehicles then. That was a question they asked, and they said right now they just have motorcycles and normal driving cars. He didn't okay. like, he didn't like x out the possibility of there being flying vehicles. But yeah. as of right now, they do not have that. Okay. And my last bullet point I have talks about the experience. He said you have one main core experience, but then you also have an experience that they refer to as street cred. And the more street cred you have, you get to unlock different vendors and different quote-unquote fixes. And these fixes are people who give you side missions. Okay. Somebody who played a demo said that, like, random people on the street you could, like, do quests with, but there were some people that had, like, question marks which, like, he couldn't talk to them, so he presumed that, like, you had to be a certain level to do certain missions. That was the prediction, but yeah. Um, is there anything else for Cyberpunk? Um, a lot of hype. People are, everyone's very excited. I don't very, believe very so, excited. but that was probably definitely the uh, most notes I had on a game other than 70, uh, M76. 
Yeah. Those two I had the most information on for sure. Okay. That All right. well, them, I guess. All right. Well, think of what we'll do next. Let me restart my camera because it died like a minute ago. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> I'm very excited for Spider-Man uh, PS4. Part of me almost wants to get a goddamn PlayStation just to play it because I can't. It's only a PlayStation exclusive. Um, but it, it, I think it looks phenomenal. Uh, it's Insomniac Games, and so it's actually a company that is not doing a Spider-Man game for a shitty movie tie-in. They're just actually making a solid Spider-Man game, like with a legitimate studio to really fucking nail like what a Spider-Man could, uh, game could be. And so I'm very excited. I think it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, and James, James says it's just another bullshit uh, superhero game. Uh, why, why do you think that, James? Because uh, we, we saw gameplay of it. And similar, I believe it was Batman Arkham Knight. Is that what it's called? One of the more recent Batman games. Those, yeah. yeah, one of the more recent Batman games that I've seen Gabe play on. It basically looked like the exact same thing. It's a little different. It's because you're, you're Spider-Man. That's the only difference. Yeah. But another but thing is story-wise. I mean, you know. Do you remember the uh, second Scooby-Doo movie, Monsters Unleashed? <laughs> It is the exact same storyline. Well, I mean, it's funny that you didn't even... Because the Arkham games also had the exact same story where they all got out of prison. (laughs) So, I mean, it's been done, James. I understand that the villains get out. Um, (laughs) It's the same thing. But it's the Sinister Six or whatever. The collection of bad guys. Oh, not the Sinister Six. I'm Spider-Man, and if you did, you hear the voice acting too. It was no, the voice acting was worst. great. So no, bad. it was actually a really good voice actor. He did uh, the voices for one of the animated shows. He's actually a really good voice for Spider-Man. What do you mean? No, not like the voice itself. The lines, the lines. Oh, the for... voice might be a little lame, but whatever. Yeah, I I don't like it. Uh, basically, but for the same reason, much, I don't like the movies. So, well, the movies are, you know, phenomenal, or well, the new ones, <clears throat> but whatever. Um. I, so yeah, I think it looks good, and I think the web swinging part—it's like the focus of the game. But I think it's so goddamn fun. No, that yeah, it sells absolutely. It, you know? Like, if I didn't have to pay sixty bucks for it, if I could pay like nine bucks and like I don't get any missions, I just get to swing around places. I would do that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fair. That's the best thing about superhero games—the thing to nail is just transportation. It's just like you just want the character to move and feel. Uh, spectacular like they should um so i guess that's all there is on it i yeah i just think it's gonna be fucking awesome i probably won't be able to play it um but who knows maybe one day maybe gage will get it i'll play it on his playstation whatever um what was what else was there james uh i have so one by the way that i didn't i didn't link you but i can okay. mention um it was it was just uh, it was just cause four okay that is just it's just like the same as the other Just Cause games as far as I could tell, but they've just upgraded it and added more shit and just made it more fun, which I think looks good. I don't know if I'm gonna buy it, and I don't think they have added multiplayer, which people really wanted. I don't think I might be wrong. Um, could be totally wrong, but I'm just saying. Um, but it just looked really good because they showed off some big features. Um, some smaller ones are just like the new vehicles. They were just like more shit to have fun with. They were like, here, there's like a wrecking ball crane. And I was like, yeah, that's gonna be hilarious to use that and stuff. Um, and they made the grappling hook even better and the grappling hook was the biggest thing in all of those games because you could just like zip line to shit and like the most fun thing you can like 
like tie two things together through like a tether and just like tether cars or tether people to the back of your car, tether yourself to like a barrel and shoot it and it shoots off into the sky like a propane tank or something. It's with something stupid, right? But still, it was always like crazy fun. And they, they so they made it crazier so you can tether like more than like two things. And they showed like in the trailer, I think there was like on a bridge or something, but they had like five different cars like all swinging and dangling all tethered together. And it's like that's gonna cause hilarious crazy stunts and then they showed um the biggest thing was they have like weather things and they showed like lightning they didn't really show i don't think much of what lightning does i assume it just catches things on fire but the largest thing was they have fucking tornadoes and that was huge that was huge that they announced that there's just giant tornadoes that will begin to create themselves and then they're just gonna they suck stuff up. They showed like in-game engine footage of just like like a fucking 747 just getting like picked up and like pulled into a tornado. And I was like, holy shit. That, that's gonna be such a fucking fun mechanic to zip around and f- climb onto a plane and like get in and like fly it out of a tornado and just <laughs> some stupid like action movie stuff. And it looks awesome. And so what the, they're just making them more crazy and more fun. And I think this one's gonna be great. So if anyone likes Just Cause, they're gonna love this. So there's that. All right. So back in what was it, 2013, 2014 is when the uh, The Last of Us, the original, came out. Um, yeah, I think like 2014. I I never played it. I did watch several gameplays of it though. I really liked the first game. And they're falling into the same trap that every zombie survival does hello what trap it looks great what go ahead (laughs) it goes from being about zombies to being about factions and it goes from people versus zombies to people versus people and the zombies are just there it's overused though i would have liked to see it just continue from focusing more on the people for zombies and surviving through them another thing i want to point out is much like go ahead much like far cry 3 you know, they had to implement some Christian terrorism. Did they win? They, they did. In the in the gameplay like, footage, this person was sacrificing this person, and then we show was that religion. It was it, when he when she goes to kill him at the end. He says something. It's I'm blanking on what it was, but it was definitely a Christian. You have to sacrifice a lamb or something like that. Um. Okay. To be fair, it might not be directly Christian, but okay. I mean, it could it could be like a metaphor, like in comparison to like you know we have to kill weak people so we can keep moving on. I mean, it could just be that. But yeah, it doesn't look good in my eyes. I don't know okay. why. I just thought it was a torture scene, but yeah. I don't know why video games cling so hard onto Christian terrorism opposed to you know. Any is other this your sort big of thing? Is it Christian it's terrorism? Not, it's just like crisis in gaming. I, I mean, I've never noticed it. I mean, Far Cry is the only one that did it and no. like promoted There's it. There's been I plenty mean, others. I can't say it off the top of my head, but there is Skate multiple, multiple instances. <laughs> there are multiple instances of Christian terrorism, and I don't know what the draw is to it. Well, I think I think it's just interesting because it leads to cults, <laughs> and I love it. Because I, I don't know. Beyond that, I don't know. Another thing is uh, Tomb Raider and Last of Us have always had similar uh, graphic gameplay, styles and gameplay. Yeah. 
which yeah. I pointed that out. Kind of, yeah. And then what I thought was cool in the gameplay is you can, like, climb under cars. It's not just, like, hiding, like, behind them and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, crouching by them. You can actually, like, hide under cars, which is really cool. That's yeah, a great mechanic. I don't think they had that in the first one. Yeah, I don't um, think they did either. Well, yeah, I think everything just feels natural. I don't know if the, I'm trying to remember the first one, but it, it just like looks so cinematic, like climbing and moving, and you know mm-hmm. it all flows, like more than any other game typically does. Um, and so that's like the huge thing people are saying. I think. Um, how about those lesbians, James? <laughs> uh, I mean, whatever. <laughs> okay, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. I mean, no. that's gonna win an <laughs> awards. So <laughs> does it? That's what matters. I don't think it affects the story at all. I mean, it probably does somewhere down the line, but it's not, it's not relevant. Well, I think that chick's just going to die. Well, I think someone pointed out that, like, she had a bracelet, like the other girl, and then, like, when it goes through the evil, like, side of that, it's like, I think Ellie was wearing it, and they're like, oh, so she she died, didn't she? Which is kind of obvious. So whatever. Okay. <laughs> and then, yeah. again, The Last of Us, I think they're one of the more beautiful-looking games. Um, out of all of them. They're strong on their tone, yeah. I, I just like the graphics, like when they show her like moving through the grass, I thought that looked really smooth and great. Mm-hmm. But to move on to another great looking game, uh, we can talk about Dying Light 2. Uh, okay. Uh, was there nothing else for The Last of Us? Um, oh, I want to say I, this. I want to say... I um, think so. Why well, I liked, and for The Last of Us, I just want to say I like that they they made an emphasis to uh, I don't know if they did this in the last one they're very like gritty and realistic about like combat like they were just very how people would react to like fighting someone it, it was it was never just like over the top action or it was never like idiotic people you're fighting it always made sense like um, in in the scene they were showing in the grocery store where she like avoided the guy and like slipped through the thing and then ran up to the girl with the bow but she like she actually at least turned around and tried to shoot her and like actually shot off an arrow I was like yeah like people aren't that stupid they would see you and like you know. Like, it would be a bit more of a clumsy, like, real fight. And I yeah. thought that was and awesome. I don't, I don't remember if they had it in the first one, but from the gameplay, it looked like they had <clears throat> dodging mechanics outside of, like, quick time events. <laughs> I don't know no, if I the first one only had quick time. I don't... I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure they had dodging. Did they? For melee and stuff. Pretty okay. sure. How do you feel about... How do you feel about the multiplayer, if you've ever seen that? I don't... I don't think I have it again. It. It's just kind of, like, teams, and you just kind of... It's literally, like, just playing the game. You just take each other out. And you, like pick up your teammates and stuff. Okay, yeah, that's it fun. just looks fun. So I'm hoping they'll add that again in this one. I probably still won't be able to play it. It's PlayStation only, but whatever. <laughs> um, so Dying Light Two. I don't really have a strong opinion. I mean, are you like really into it or what? No, uh, I basically just I saw bits and pieces of the first one. I basically just thought it was a <clears throat> run around parkour, dodge zombies, get your missions, edge zombies. Yeah. But huh. from what I saw with this one is, I don't know if it was the same thing with the first one, but they're implementing lots of choices to impact the ending. They really made sure to emphasize that, and I don't know if that was in the first one or not. Well, no, I think that's new. Okay. That's why they're making a big deal about, um, well, it's not choices about the ending, it's choices about like the progressing world, and that was the huge mechanic Which, which will affect the ending, I assume. Yeah, probably, yeah. Um... But I, I like the mechanic. I, I like that, that it's like, okay, because um, they were just saying, they're like, okay, you're running into this big faction. You can um, 
you can help them and then like use your like new abilities with this faction to like make water free for the people and mm-hmm. like make it more accessible. And by doing that, gameplay wise, there'll be like places where water is around the map where you can like use it and replenish with it through gameplay. Um, and then it also makes like I don't know, like the grass greener and the you know society seems to be better built like slowly like the map actually changes. Um, or it was like okay, or you can just fucking kill them and then you can create and like make the water into like a black market resource or something like that you, you like, team up with them and create into a black market resource or if you kill them it's open to everybody well, either way okay yeah. and and so yeah it says like a black market thing but so like okay well so there's like a black market and then it draws in more bandits and like bad yes. people but then if it was like an open water thing it would be like run by the government and the government is like kind of corrupt and they'd like be mm-hmm. shitty to the civilians uh, if you did it that way which is kind of weird because honestly, both solutions are just like, oh, they're both just as shitty. But <laughs> so it's kind of like not as much of a choice, I guess, when you really think about it. But but I think it is still an interesting mechanic. Um, I'm sure the gameplay will be great. I think the parkour is cool. The, the, in the trailer, he like grabbed like a fucking monkey bar and like kicked him. I don't know if that's like actually a gameplay thing you could do. Uh, the but. talk on the choices a bit more because like they show you just like standing around watching the government like push these people around so i think you have yeah. a choice to either like be with the rebels and fight against the government from that point or you can be with the government and help them so it branches off a lot into like this butterfly effect kind of feel yes okay well fair enough um i'm trying to think i, I have a list um i have uh, i had two other things on the list just like jot them down there was they, they showed session um, cause people wanted a new skate game, uh, skate four, and they were very excited for that. But at the Microsoft conference instead, they showed a game that like everything about it looked like skate. And then at the end, they're like, this is session. It's a totally like new skateboard game. And it has like <laughs> different mechanics and stuff. And people were like upset. Um, and so that was kind of a big, I guess, announcement regardless. Um, cause people want to, people, there, there hasn't really been a good modern skateboard game. Not like lately. I don't think so. Um, I would certainly go for a new one, but, uh, there's that. Uh, they showed Jurassic World Evolution, but that like literally just came out like yesterday. That's the park building like one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would play that. I like those kind of games. It's cool. It's based on or what's similar to the one they had that I had on the like old ass PC, dude. The fucking Operation Genesis, and so it is cool. You just kind of build your park, you create all your dinosaurs and hatch them. You just kind of run the park. I don't know how involved you are with like restaurants and stuff. I want to say that was a complaint I heard that you can't really be as involved with your guests, but either way. Uh, and usually you can like open the fence, let the dinosaurs eat people, and that's what people do. It's the the meme, um, and it looks good. Oh, and but they made a big thing about how good it looks, and that, I will say that I saw all the gameplay. It yes. looks so fucking good. It's it very does. high quality, and the sound effects and everything are phenomenal. It's, not, it's like looking and seeing like the fucking movies. Um, they made emphasis on um, because you can actually like terraform the land and like you know make hills and stuff like in all those tycoon games. Mm-hmm. Um, but they emphasize that the animals can actually like they like step on the ground no matter what. So it's not just kind of like a foot off of a ledge of something or something. It's like <laughs> always like they like you know their legs adjust to be the right height for standing on stuff. Which is a lot of games are doing that now, but it's just cool because you can actually form the land, so it's more impressive. Um, there was that. Let me see. Is there anything else? Um, I rec- Go ahead. From, from the list, the only thing we didn't talk about is Devil May Cry 5, which I honestly have no opinion of. Okay. 
Um, I just think it looks like whatever. It's like all the other Devil May Cry games. It's just a hack and slash, and it's just like very edgy. It's usually like metal music playing, and you just slash like, I guess they're demons. I only played the fourth game, but yeah. Um, I just think it's cool. The gameplay is cool. Um, it does actually have a religious tone, so <laughs> it does kind of have that. It's like got a pretty heavy tone on that. Um, a lot of fighting takes place in churches with like demons and stuff. Um, I think in, in four, the final boss battle was like a giant, like omniscient God. <laughs> you fight. It's pretty cool. Um, it actually is. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I think people are mad. Uh, they also have like three characters in the devil may cry series and they're all the exact same person. They're just like, you know, white dudes who are like kind of like buff and they all have like white hair and they just have like big swords and guns. And so, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's Dante, who's, like, always the main character, but it's actually Nero, who's exactly like Dante in every way. <laughs> but people are very upset that people got him confused, but whatever. And it's Virgil or something. But either way, yeah. So Devil May Cry, it'll be fine, whatever. I think people are just excited because it's a sequel and not a reboot. And the, the original creator, I think, came on stage and was like, have a good E3, because he had an accent, and people were very excited. So there you go. Um, no, we... Uh, we we didn't mention Serico. I, I I did put that on the list, right? Yeah, I think my notes got lost a little bit, but yeah, Serico. The, the Assassin's <clears throat> I don't Creed know much about it. God of War game. Excuse me? That's how you would describe that? Absolutely. <laughs> That's the Dark Souls game is what that is. No. I mean, I, it's, it's the same it's people, made, I believe, yeah, right? It's, yeah, so, yeah, it's made by the same people who made Bloodborne. It's, and it's like totally some of the original games. It is, but with the whole you know, jumping from ledge to ledge to from rooftops and you fight big bosses, I think it's more aiming towards Assassin's Creed God of War, if anything. I don't think but it looked really good. War is a big mechanic, but yeah. I mean, they showed some fluid jumping takedown yeah, things. Yeah, I think it's just to, like, get you somewhere. But yeah, okay, either way. Um, I mean, the bosses were like they were in Dark Souls. I was just looking at them. I'm like, yeah, it's just like you have to fight him like 20 times and then get to the next gate or whatever and then you move on to the next zone. But yeah, um, I, thought it, I thought it looked really good. Um, I'm not a fan of the whole, cool. hey, fight this boss, die 20 times, and then basically you can't progress until you kill him. I'm not a fan of those type of games, so it's really frustrating for me. And they kind of just make me not want to play it. Okay. Well, I mean, there's the audience out there. It's people like Cuphead and things like that. They're like, okay, it's going to be frustrating, but they're going to keep playing. I think everyone's going to keep playing this. I'm sure it's going to do great. Um, I don't think it's going to be Dark Souls level great, but I think it's, you know, enough people are going to be like, it's just Dark Souls, but Japanese. And so everyone's <laughs> going to play it. Um, I don't think it's big details. I thought, I just, yeah, I thought the combat just looked cool. And I thought that, like, samurai boss, like the sumo dude or whatever that was, I was like, that dude's cool. He, like, throws up on his sword, makes it poisonous. Um, and one dude just, like, picked him up and chucked him, like, across the map. So I thought that was cool. Um, he also, at one point, I think he uses his, like, his samurai like hat <laughs> and turns into a shield yeah i was like okay that's clever um but i think the gameplay for that looks good um that also comes out in 2019 sometime oh um Fallen Ninja. i'm like scrolling i think that's i think that's everything um i threw halo infinite on there they, they we have no idea what it is but they're just saying there's a new halo infinite they canceled it like and shut down like a lot of like halo online pc fan projects lately so people are assuming that they're just gonna like remaster the games and put them on pc and make like a pc online experience for halo so that's a prediction there um they showed new stuff for prey um i don't know if you know prey is another it's not a bethesda game it was just kind is, of like a space well go ahead is that when you play as the monster and you have to like 
different game? Um, no, not no. It's not like the mo- no. Um, Prey's no. You just play as like a person on a spaceship, and you have to like fight through like aliens and stuff. Oh. Um, but there's like mimics are the big thing in the game, and mimics can become any object in the game, like a fucking like a cup, and then they'll just shoot out of the cup and like attack you. Uh, and you later in the the game, you learn the ability to like do the mimic stuff, so you can just like become a spray bottle and just like be that. Um, and it's kind of funny. Um, but they, uh, they showed like new DLC for that, that like focused on the mimic thing. And they said they're going to have multiplayer that people wanted. That's basically going to be like prop hunt where it's, um, you know, like five players go as mimics and go hide as objects. And the person has to like go find them and like, it's you gotcha. Hide and seek. Um, basically, um, there's also a bit I was just going to mention, I thought it was really funny. I was very <laughs> when they're doing the prey bit because like mimics like pretend to be people and stuff. That's a good thing in the game. So people are suspicious of other people. Um, like there's like a guy and a woman presenting the game, and like he put like there's like a sticky note he had that said "not a mimic," and he was gonna like put it on her, and like she's much like he's like taller and she's like kind of shorter, but it's like his like arms are like at her boob level. <laughs> And I was like, dude, before he did it, I was like, if he fucking just turns and smacks that stick, you know, right on her fucking boob. I fully expected it. It didn't happen. He was much more conscious. He's like, oh, okay. And he can like put it like closer on her shoulder. I just wanted to point it out because I feel like I wasn't the only one who was like, oh, he's going to, he's going to smack her boob. It's going to be great. But the game um, I was thinking of is uh, Evolve, which had another short lived oh. lifespan, I believe. It did. I don't know if they're doing anything in the realm of that. I thought there was news, but no. I don't know. Um, I think that's everything. Um, there's a part during Rage 2 where um, there's a, sh- a shorter guy and then, like, a very tall mountain of a man. And he, he said something to the, to the effect of, like, our game is going to be <laughs> massive. And he, like, turned and pointed at the giant man <laughs> standing next to him. <laughs> and there was just silence. And everyone's, like, looking around, like, what the fuck? It's just a very bad joke. And uh, it was a good, awkward, cringe E3 moment. So, okay. Uh, I guess that's it. Is there anything else you want to say? Uh, no. I just, I really like the whole running trend of this shared world with changing <laughs> seasons and stuff. I think it's really interesting and fun. Okay. And I'm looking forward to, you know, where all the games go with this idea. I hope it doesn't flop. I hope there's no big bugs that ruin it. But yeah. Okay. Well, sounds good. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening to the I Am Men podcast. Um, some of you are new. Some of you are new. Um, be sure to subscribe if you're not already. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll probably do another one whenever. These just come out when there's something to talk about. Uh, maybe we'll do one on, I don't know, The Incredibles or something. Some whatever's like coming out. That just came out. Um, but I think that's it. So thank you guys for watching. And I, at least, will see you next time. Goodbye. And as we're about to show you, they delivered big time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Tim.